Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success. When you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline, you will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. J.R. Spear. All, right. All right, we got an amazing guest, not only the, the most amazing person ever, but he is my business partner within Business Leaders Network and just uh, been a mentor of mine forever and just uh, someone I highly look up to as uh, my mentor and leader and just really kind of kicking me in the butt when I need it. And uh, his name is Dr. Nate Sala. And so let me give you a little bit of background about who he is. But Dr. Nate Sala, he is, let me find you a get you a little bit of uh in one second because i actually prepare this dr nate sala is an award-winning educator and lifelong entrepreneur his 30-year experience as a business leader coupled with decades of academics has integrated a unique perspective and approach to developing a personal and professional excellence academically nate followed the path of other entrepreneurs and dropped out of college at age 21, resuming several years later, earning a bachelor, MBA, and PhD, writing his dissertation on the visionary leadership of iconic American entrepreneurs, which brings us to our topic today on the power of vision. So Dr. Nate, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me, brother. It's good to be with you. Yeah, yeah it was a last minute deal to, to get you on here, but you know, the first person that came to mind is like, who can I, who can I bring on here? It's going to bring a ton of value, but more importantly, not just about the value, but also leading up to our next live event that we have coming up on November 1st to the 4th in Orlando, which is going to be extremely powerful with amazing speakers and just tons of great content. And uh, yeah, but who who else is better to speak on vision other than you? Oh, man. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, you just say the word vision. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So to kind of get started, you know, uh, we... You know, we have different packages when it comes to our event, but one thing that we're really, I'm really excited about is our Disney experience. And now when we think of Disney experience, we think of amusement park and we think of rides and all these other things, but we don't really think about the vision of Walt Disney and how it actually came to be. And this is where you're an expert at. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we uh, we see the after effects, but we rarely are able to peel back the layers as leaders, as entrepreneurs, as visionaries and really understand the mechanics of how vision is formed and how it becomes achieved in the marketplace. So the the Disney experience is very special because it takes it takes a, an individual who had I mean he had an 8th grade education, lived in the country and uh, became one of the most prolific entrepreneurs on the planet, there's probably very few people who have not heard of, and I and I didn't plan this, JR, today. I didn't plan this, but if you're watching, oh, here we go. I'm wearing my Mickey Mouse shirt today. And 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 who who took who took um great adversity and turned it into uh unbelievable achievement. And and I think that's where you know a lot of entrepreneurs can can learn from, you know, we 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 rarely think about the trials, the tribulations, the challenges, all the tremendous roadblocks, all the failures that led to success that that these great entrepreneurs have. And I think once we start to see vision through their eyes, like incrementally from the time that they're children to the time they become adults and then into that, that if you will, the second act of building a legacy, they make it more personal, right? Then they're not just like some mythic 
icon who's like way out there. And they're like, wow, that's what I'm struggling with. That's what I'm going through. That's the pain that I've experienced. I'm about to have a nervous breakdown. You know, Walt Disney had a nervous breakdown. Literally, you know, he was he and he was on the the peak. He was he was just a Mickey Mouse had just launched a couple of years earlier. And so, you know, Mickey was making money and everybody was like all aboard. It was the Great Depression. So people needed somebody to cheer for. And Mickey was that individual in the right context. And uh, and Walt literally breaks down. He just can't handle it. It's too much. He has to take a break. He has to take a vacation. And, uh, you know, these are the kind of stories that you don't hear about because you only hear about, oh, yeah, you know, he knocked it out of the park. The guy was in debt until the mid 50s. He started in 1923. So just think about that. Just imagine being in massive debt. It wasn't just a little bit of debt. It was massive debt for 30 long years. So those are the great stories that you get to learn about in this environment. And uh, I think it makes it more personal. And I think another thing that does, JR, is it probably can give us a little bit more of a grace to have on ourselves as entrepreneurs. You know, sometimes we push hard and we think we should be further. We should have done more. But then when you take a look at these great entrepreneurs, you're like, wow, you know what? They're struggling just like I I am. It's going to be okay. Yeah, we all, we all pivot sometime. We all go through something that needs to help us grow. But I'm, you know, I'm a firm believer that's like, God takes us through different pieces of our life and different struggles in our life for a reason. And usually it's to help someone else somewhere, somewhere else down the line. And I'm like, okay, God, I don't know why I'm going through this pain right now. I don't know why I feel like everywhere I turn and every move I make, I'm being hit with the baseball bat in my face. And it feels like I just can't come up for air. But then, you know, some time goes by. It could be one month, three months, six months, a year. It's like, that's why I went through that. Now I can, now I can actually talk about this. Well, so it's, it's important you bring that up because that's where vision comes in. Because if you don't have that kind of vision, if you don't have the kind of vision that sees and peers, if you will, with foresight in the future on what can be and what your real drives are, what your desires are, I think that's a hindrance. I think it's so important for all leaders, all entrepreneurs to hold on to a, a vision that is worthy, you know, not just any vision, but a vision that is worthy and understand through the trials, like you said, the trials that we experience through the vision process of making it real or actualizing it and a $5 word. It just means that these are ways that we strengthen our struggle muscles. And these are ways, like you said, that we get to help others along the journey, because as we grow, we can give. And you really can't grow very much when things are sort of just calm and relaxed. It's when you grow most of the time when there's some tension, right? Like, I love the beach. I love relaxation. But I know that's not the place where Nate is going to be strengthening his muscles. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because like, that's something I struggled with even last year. And then I had a great leader, a mentor kind of slap me in the face and uh, that person might be you. And, uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm, I, I remember coming to you and just saying, Hey, you know, I'm kind of comfortable where I'm at and I, I don't really want to care to go a little bit further, but you made me really see the power of looking further, seeing what that vision could be. And then it brought more excitement. And, and, you know, I, I kind of was eating my own words because we always talk about like complacency kills and something we learned in the military all the time. It's like, okay, once you start letting down your ground, you start ground and you start getting complacent. Well, that's where things start dying. And I felt like I was dying on the inside and I started getting complacent and then I was just too comfortable and not really, I, I lost excitement for it, but going through the steps and kind of, you helped me see the picture again about what's possible and not even just for myself, because I think I was looking at it from a self self uh, 
gratification in a way, but more so from the servant again and like learning what, what I was doing for other people to be able to serve them. And by thinking small, I was almost robbing them. I was robbing the people that I can serve, the impact I can make and everything else. And it, it definitely put a different perspective. 100%, man. You nailed it. Yes. Yes. It's like the way I tend to view a couple things. One, comfort is indeed the enemy of progress. It really is. And it's not that there isn't a place for comfort. It's just that there is no progress possible when we're stagnant. There is no progress possible when we're just relaxing. It's a, it's good and it's necessary. We must have time that's downtime. We must have time that rejuvenates and refreshes and recharges. But that's not the time where we're actually moving forward. After that, we regroup. That's why battleships are safe in the harbor, but that's not what they were meant for. We are battleships. We are supposed to be, once we get all our supplies in the harbor, once we get all of our, our, our ship mended from the last battle, what do we do? We go back out. And we fight the good yeah. fight, the worthy fight to progress for those who we care about and those who care about our mutual endeavors, our mutual goals. Right. And I think the 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 heart of what you're saying is really aiming for greatness. I don't think that aiming for greatness is a bad thing. I don't think it's a selfish thing. I believe that aiming for greatness is embodied really. In, and you, you mentioned God earlier and what Jesus said about the one who is greatest among you is your servant. If anyone wants to be great. Learn to serve. I really believe the pathway to greatness is through serving others. And I think when we can marry our vision with a focus on how can we best serve one another in a shared cause, brother, it's magic then, right? Because that's that's a and in fact, it, in in all the leadership literature, uh, there there's two two main focuses and all the approaches that come out more than anything else. And it's not going to surprise you, but it's important to say, number one is vision that comes up in all the approaches more than anything else. And two is focus. So mm-hmm. if you think about it as leaders, we have to A, have great vision and, and B, stay super laser focused so that we don't deviate from the mission, from the objective. I'm sure in the military, that was that was probably what you learned right away. Well, yeah, you you can't ever go out there and fight a mission or fight a battle if you don't even know what the goal is. And so understanding the vision of what the whole goal of the war or the mission or whatever that is, and then you start backtracking about how are we going to achieve whatever that may be is how we actually execute it. And that goes back from day of boot camp. You know, we first had to be conditioned mentally and physically before we can actually get out there with a team of people to be actually employ what we just learned. So we go from boot camp to help condition your body, the way you act, the way you think, the way that you move, the way you wear uniform, to actually go to training. That's like pre-training to actually go to training, to learn your job skill that you take to your unit where you can actually employ what you did that goes out to the battlefield. And so there's multiple different steps we need to do. And most people don't go through those steps in, inside of their, their business. And, you know, we, we uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but most of us become an entrepreneur and just start out because like, hey, I know how to do something. Let me go out there and try to make some money. And 100% technical skill, that's right? That's how we get started. Yeah. yeah. And, and, some, and often it's ready, fire, aim, right? Yeah. And it's not like, just imagine if the military was run like that. Yeah, it'd be chaotic. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> <I mean, laughs> Yeah, there, there's a lot of order. There's a lot of ways of doing things, the way you walk, the way you, you talk, the way that you, you do anything, even just chain of command. 
it just everything. It just like I, I may be a little bit biased, you know, being in the Navy and starting with the Marine Corps. And uh, so be a little biased against the Marine Corps. But there's a very big difference when you have a, a, a senior enlisted or, you know, let's just say a, a Lance Corporal talking to a sergeant. You know, there's a different way of respect of the way we, we have to stand there and, you know, add attention or parade rest to speak to our senior enlisted personnel, even if it's one rank compared to someone that's in another branch like the Army where it's not as as different or just the way the uniform is done. And so, you know, we're, we're not allowed to wear utilities out in, in, in public versus the Army and the Air Force can go out there and wear their utilities and the camis in the middle of public. It's just very different, but it's also based off the, the vision of and the mission of what each branch is. And so you to take it back to the point of what you said, so I'm not getting too far off, is you know we you first have to know where you're at and where you're going and who you're with, and then start building from there. And every single branch of the military has its own mission and vision that they have to accomplish. Yeah. So, yeah. And thank you for your first, thank you for your service and every service person who's listening. Thank you for your service and your sacrifice for, for our nation, for our freedom. It doesn't come easy. Uh, I come from a, uh, as you know, uh, immigrant family. They came here because of your service and all the many who have, have, have given everything uh, so that we could live uh, in peace, so that we can live in safety and so we can pursue um, um, our American ideals. So I don't want to ever, yeah, well, I don't ever not bring that up because it is so, so important. So important. Yeah, well, well, I, uh, I appreciate that. And and I, I appreciate people like you too, that actually understand and that lives the American dream of being able to not take your freedom for granted. I mean, you're, you're always out there leading and teaching and, and actually taking advantage of what you have available to you. And most people don't. So that's, uh, that's really cool. I love that. Yeah. We should all uh, li- li- live abroad for a while. There you go. (laughs) Uh, We're getting ready to go on our first break. But when we come back, I want to start diving into a little bit about how entrepreneurs can start thinking about vision for themselves. Where should they start? How can they start creating that vision? And what are the steps to take to actually bring that to fulfillment? So if you guys are watching this, I would love for you guys to stay tuned after this break where we're going to be talking about what that vision is and how you can implement inside of your, your business. Because just like other great leaders like Walt Disney, Steve Jobs, Hershey, all these amazing people that Dr. Nate had studied, you know, a tremendous uh, amount of work and effort to get to know who they are and where they, where they got and uh, where, where they started and knowing that they're no different than all of us is just how do they get to that point. So stay tuned. We'll come back to this break. And now a word from our sponsors. Ready to elevate your coaching business and make a profound impact? Discover your roadmap in J.R. Spears' book, The Success Guide to Building Your Coaching Empire. Immerse in wisdom earned through years of successful coaching, presenting a strategic battle plan to navigate challenges and seize opportunities. Don't just survive, but thrive in your industry. Get your copy at www.jrspear.com today. Let this guide be your companion in your journey to a powerful coaching empire. Transform your business and make a bigger impact now. And now back to the show. We are talking about the power of vision. And we started uh, diving in a little bit about Walt Disney and what he's been able to do for uh, growing his empire and where he got started. And uh, one thing I want to go into next is let's talk a little bit about what how, what should entrepreneurs do in regards to vision? How do how do we get started with that? You know, they're an entrepreneur. They just got started in the rat race. They they never really put together like uh, the steps or a vision or mission or anything that's going to help them get there. But what is the first step that we need to do when it comes to actually creating that path? Yeah, it's a great question. So vision has a lot of different 
pieces to it, but the the very first part of the of vision, all vision, uh, revolves around the overarching idea of a problem. Really, you know what visionaries or or anyone, any leader who desires to want to affect change has to start with, you know, what's wrong with this picture, right? Because that's where vision stems from. Vision stems from the idea of a better better future state. And if 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 the current conditions are ideal, there's no need for vision, right? We don't need to change anything because if we don't need change, we don't need leaders. But here's the thing, and you know this, JR, we always need change, right? Because we always need progress. We always need to aim for a better future. That's the idea. That's the goal of humanity. And so your vision has to start with your own context. It has to start with your own, your own world around you and look around and you start to identify, you know what? There's something wrong with this. There's a problem with this. This can be done better, right? Mm-hmm. And then through that, you re- recognize opportunity. And then you think, well, how can I, my skill sets, my, my, my groupings, my relationships, my network, how can I then make that kind of change? So that's how vision is, is born. Vision, vision is born through the idea of something hurts, and some people might argue and say, oh, well, you know, vision is also born out of something feels good, but it only feels good when we know that something is missing, right? Because if everything felt good, then there's no need for vision. It's a great starting place. And you think about, for example, in, in our own walk as leaders within our network and our group that, you know, within um, our, our BLN, Business Leaders Network, the problem was, and, and this is where you and I started to group together, the problem was is that there were so many different kinds of groups, but but there was a need for groups to have greater engagement. There was a need to have groups that had more cohesion, that had opportunities for masterminds and all kinds of different uh, opportunities within groups that you knew that there was a problem. I knew that there was a problem. Different pillars of leadership, of systems, of processes, of finances, all these different pillars that we've, we've designed so that we can have a better vision for a better future. That's that's where it always starts. That's where it should start. So somebody listening right now needs to recognize where is there a problem that I know that I can be a difference maker. Yeah, you said something that uh, that stuck out to me, and you said something about it has to hurt. Why don't you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, you know, uh, there's a guy named Jeremy Bentham years ago, a couple of centuries ago, actually. He's he's one of the uh, the initiators of of what we call uh, neoclassical economics, modern economic theory. And so, economics is all about utility, about value. And so, in his book, uh, his, his he wrote a book on the on the relationship between legislation and and mor- morality and morals. Right? Who puts the words legislation and morals in the same sentence anymore? Right? That's you probably don't hear that in politics. <laughs> Nonetheless. In his opening statement, he says this, that that all mankind is under the sovereign governance of two masters, pain and pleasure, and they two alone guide our behavior. So if you heard uh, some, you know, if you heard uh, Tony Robbins or someone talk about pain and pleasure, he probably got it from Jerry Bentham. He just didn't cite his source. It's all right. It happens all the time. Uh, so nonetheless... <laughs> So, so pain is, is, a, is an incredible motivator to move into a position of pleasure, right? To, to move into a position where we can author and, and co-author a better future state. So pain is, is, is a, it, 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 when, when you say it has to hurt, it has to be motivating enough to where you're, again, back to comfort. You have to have enough discomfort to actually want and desire and need and be motivated to move and change and grow. 
And it has to be significant too, by the way, JR, because you know this plight as entrepreneurs, as leaders is difficult. Like you have to have enough pain for that plight to continue to make sense and drive you even when you're faced with other kinds of pain. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because a lot of times if it doesn't hurt enough, well, then you're not going to move. And it's just, uh, you know, I, I think about it from like a weight loss journey standpoint, just because a lot of us can relate in some standpoint or sometime in our lives where we're like, oh, man, I'm, I'm too fat. I'm too thin. I'm not strong enough, whatever it may be. But unless that unless there's some motivating factor, goal, vision, something to achieve, we're not going to move. It's like, OK, you know what? I'm feeling gross today, but, you know. Oh, there's a cookie on that counter. Or you know what? Ah, I really don't want to get out and run. Oh, wait, my friend wants to, you know, meet tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be over there. And they skip a workout, they skip their healthy meals, they stop having the discipline and focus for when they do because the pain isn't big enough and they're just not they're not comfortable enough. And so you uh you, you but when you but for me personally, it's like when I have that goal or that reason and to be able to move, whether it's like I got a race that I'm training for to get ready for, or I have a photo shoot I got to get ready for, or I have an event that I want to make sure I'm presentable for and, and look good. Now it's like, I got to move and I, I I don't have the luxury to just sit back and do it or else, you know, I'm, I'm going to be suffering. Yeah. And I think we have to find that as entrepreneurs, as leaders, we really have to dig deep and find that as an anchor for our ourselves and our lives, whether it be personal, whether it be professional. I mean, uh, and it can be personal for me, for example, you bring up the food thing and you know, I've I've generally eaten healthy most of my life. And part of it's because my my dad passed away when he was 62. He didn't take care of himself. He didn't eat right. He had a very sedentary lifestyle. He smoked, he drank, he cussed. I don't think the cussing had anything to do with it, but he um he he was uh and, and that's the life he wanted to live. I don't disparage him at all. And 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 he lived his best life. However, he never got to hold his grandson, my son. He he died in 04. My son was born born in 07. And I thought, you know. If it's up to me and if you know all things being equal and 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 I don't get hit by a bus, if if it comes down to that reason where I get to hold my grandchild and my son gets to enjoy that, I'm going to be more active. I'm going to take care of my heart because in my family, heart disease is a killer. Early 60s, mid 60s. It's just the way it is. High blood pressure, all that. And so it's the the possibility that that for pain in my own life and 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 not being that kind of having that level of responsibility, it, it makes it easy, man. It makes it super easy because that vision is so clear and that focus is so clear that the discipline then is so clear and it does not deviate. Granted, yes, I'll eat some you know, chicken wings and wontons and pizza and all that from time to time. But generally speaking, I know where I got to stay focused. I got I to gotta stay in my lane. And I think when we when we have that anchor, that level of commitment that brings us and I know you're huge on discipline, right? Um, it can elevate the, the the plight and allow that vision to become manifested more effectively because we know what we have to lose. And what we have to lose is greater than the effort necessary to reach what we have to win. Yeah. So it's it's kind of funny because uh, there, there's a joke with me and Natalie, my wife. And so like every every few years I come to her and I'm like, now I need your I need your thought on this. And it's like and it's always some sort of new business venture, business idea or something that I want to do more of. And then back of her, she's like, great. What what big idea does JR have now? And well, that's going to take away time and all these different things. And so it's always an uncomfortable conversation uh, to be able to do it. 
But here's the deal with it. I realized with myself, if I'm not being challenged, I need to pivot and do something new. If I'm not being challenged, I need to create new offers, start new things in the program or change the way that I'm doing things or whatever, because it ha- because that's what drives me forward to be able to move. And if I'm not challenged, I don't want to move and I'm complacent, I'm bored and I just don't enjoy the process of what I'm doing. And so constantly changing and revisiting what that vision is, revisiting what what it is I'm trying to achieve, trying to accomplish. And that gives me that driving factor, the discipline to, to keep focused. Yeah, absolutely. And I think another part of vision, as we talk about for the for the listener, how or the, the viewer, how you how you even begin to assemble a vision. Number one, yes, it's going to start with what uh, really challenging a conventional norm. Right. So this is the way we've always done it or this is the way it just seems to work. Because as visionaries, as leaders, we have to challenge the conventional norm. We have to challenge what we what we uh, what we've been told is the only way to do things. There's there's always a better way. Just think of Elon Musk and reusable rockets. Right. All these years of rocket technology and no one's able to crack this. Oh, that's just the way we do it. We just throw away rockets after one use. He's like, hey, this is crazy. Let's find a way. And within a few years, boom, we've got reusable rockets. Right. And so challenging the conventional norms and the other f- factor is this, when, we, when we're when we setting ourselves a vision, you don't sell yourself short on what's possible, right? Think big. And I don't mean big like it's going to be, uh, you know, massively disruptive in the universe. I mean big in terms of we have self-limiting beliefs every single day challenge those beliefs get people around you who will help you challenge them healthily because sometimes people give you grandiose ideas which maybe have no foundation in reality the right people around you and maybe after the break we can explain how to even get those people around you yeah that's really good and we're, we're getting ready to go to our next break um for that as well and uh i would like to talk about how we can get around it but the, the big question i would love to tap into a little bit more is where do we start because I, I think that's where where people get stuck is what you just said. It's like they they limit themselves on what the potential is that they can achieve, that they get paralysis of not even moving to get started. And you're saying the complete opposite, saying think big and 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 reach for the stars, and then that way you have have a you know have somewhere to actually chase. Absolutely, so that's somewhere where I would like to go. Absolutely. Put it in motion. Yeah. Put it in and putting it in motion means having conversations. It means all different kinds of things. We can talk in deep about them, but there are ways to actually start today for the for the viewer. Awesome. Well, we're getting ready to go on to our next break. And uh, before we do, if you guys had not had checked out our Business Leaders Network community, we would love to invite you as one of our VIP guests to be able to connect with other industry leaders that's going to help you grow so you can go out there and make a bigger impact. All you got to do is go to www.blncommunity.com. That's blncommunity.com. Check us out. All the information is on there, testimonials, what we offer, and uh, come as our guest. Come check us out. See what we're about and see if it's a good fit for you. So go to blncommunity.com. And then we are going to be talking a little bit more about 
our next live event, which is going to be in Orlando, Florida on November 1st through the 4th. And you can go to blnlive.com to grab a, your ticket, get more information. We have several different packages, but we'd love to have you guys there. I know we're about 75 to 85%, 75 to 80% capacity right now. So we still have some spots left, but if you're watching this live, grab your ticket now, reserve your spot because we would love to fill that room with amazing leaders like you. So everyone stay tuned. We'll be back after this break. And now, a word from our sponsors. Stuck in growth and need more time to serve your clients? Let J.R. Spear and his Creed Consulting team help. We offer a full done-for-you service, strategizing and building your program to scale fast. From video shoots to web design and automation, we've got you covered. Our expertise gives you more time to deliver the quality your clients deserve. Ready to build faster and serve better? Call us today at 314-221-9216 and let's kickstart your coaching program and build the quality of product your clients deserve. And now back to the show. So kind of moving forward, we're, we're the whole goal for today is really focused on the power of vision. And we, we, we hit on a lot of different things. But uh, one thing I want to start right now is for an entrepreneur is listening to this and is like, okay, you know, I we, we're hearing what vision can do and and the importance of it and why why we need to have vision for what we're doing and setting goals and all these different things. But how do I get started? Extract it from your brain. That's the first part of a vision is getting it out of your head and onto paper. And you can do this with a mentor. You can do this with a coach. You can do this with a, a course. You can do this in a group. Uh, and here's the other thing about vision is that. People tend to start with business vision, and I have the opposite approach. I start with the vision of my life. And a little bit, uh, think about Stephen Covey, his philosophy on begin with the end in mind, right? Start at the very end of the journey for your vision. Start at the end of your life. I mean, that seems like a long way away, but if you start there and you work backwards, because what? how do I want to be remembered? I think that's a great vision question to start the conversation and extract that thought onto paper. Because then that begins to guide all of your decisions. Because what's that? That's a vision of the future, right? Better future state. What's the best possible? What's the best possible memory of me? And that best possible memory of me is then extracted extracted from your mind onto paper, and not just from the business perspective, from all quadrants of your life, from your family, your relationships, your friendships, your fill your 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 spiritual life, fill, fill, uh, philanthropy your hobbies, everything that you want to have accomplished and how you want to be remembered, throw it out there to the end of the journey, and then you can start to work backwards. And here's the other thing about looking at it holistically. When you look at it holistically, all the other parts of your life, then you work on the business vision last, extract that from your mind last. Why? Because your business vision funds your life. We look at it the other way around. We start with business and we say, well, whatever time I've got left after I'm done working, then I'm going to give it to my life. No, that's the wrong way to do it. The right way to do it is what's my ideal life look like? I'll build a business around it to fund and fuel it. How about that for a novel idea? Yeah, yeah I, I remember when we when you were taking me through this exercise for myself for our first call last year and, uh, and we're really diving into it. You started with my my family you started with going through through like personally where do i want to live what does it look like what does my life look like and all these different things and even though i felt like okay we've gone i've gone through this before but it really made me look go a little bit deeper and it really changed my perspective of how i want my business to be ran 
Because I, I used to be, just like you said, I always looked at my business first. Like, okay, I got my vision for my business, where I'm going, what I'm going to do. But then my family all got the leftovers and my personal life got the leftovers. And it wasn't it wasn't aligned where I was able to actually serve of where I wanted to go other than just my life was my business. And that's all it was. And I've been working really hard to try to really reverse and change what that looks like, changing the offers in my business, changing like how I show up to my clients, what being, being, um, you know, setting boundaries around the time that I serve with, you know, talk to clients. Cause I'm a yes man, you know, someone wants help and I pick up the phone and I, I and I'm like, yes, I'll do it. And just wanting to serve and always help. So it, it really, you, you, you always preach to me and be like, Hey, it, you know, whatever decision you make, is it aligned with your vision of where you're going to go? Is it, is it, uh, you know, take you, you could do it as long as it fits within your vision. And I hate it sometimes when I, sometimes when I come to you for advice and you're like, does it fit in your vision? I'm like, I don't even want to hear that. Just stop. No, I want to do this. And it, but it really puts in another perspective to really make me think a little bit different because now I actually have boundaries set and it's a lot easier to say yes, no, maybe, or whatever, because it, it's, it's black and white. It's no longer like, all right, let me see if I can fit it into my schedule. It's more like, okay, is this aligned with where I want to go? Which um, which I'm really pumped and excited about where we're going with, with uh, BLN with it because it, it, it definitely helps mold towards the route of what my my vision is. And I'm not doing it alone. And so instead of me doing it by myself, I have shared vision with my partner right here, Mr. Dr. Nate, and, right. uh, to help help move things along. So someone's working on reverse engineering, figuring out the, the big vision for their family, figuring out the big vision for their, their personal life, where they want to go, and then even for their business. Now, what's the next step of how to actually take it into action? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's the first step, but we call it the imagination phase, right? Imagine the possibilities. No self-limiting beliefs, no, no engineering, right? No how, but just the amazing what's possible, right? That's step one. And then step two is the actual engineering hat, the actual planning hat that comes on, right? So don't start with the planning hat. Don't even let the planning hat thwart your possibilities. Leave that hat off. Like spend an entire day on dreaming on all the possibilities. And then with the planning hat, you start to weed out what's important, what's not important, what, what's really essential to my vision and what's just kind of like, yeah, I kind of thought I want to do that. For example, you know, you and I have done triathlons together and we've talked a lot about the different triathlons. Well, we've gotten to, you know, I mean, I did a half Ironman. Did you do a half Ironman yet? Did you? Did, were you able I to did. Do you did, yeah. 2015. Okay. So we talked about doing a full iron. And at some point in my life, you're not going to like to hear this, but it was, it kind of exited from my vision. Like it was, it wasn't necessarily essential because of there's a ton of commitment to that full iron. It just is what it is. And I'm at a point in my life where it's like, well, right now, I think at my, my actual hours, are best served someplace else. Well, that's what's important about weeding out the planning piece, right? Because you only have so many hours in a day. And so yeah. you part of your vision might be, I only want to commit 25 hours a week to physical labor that is revolves around my business. The other time I want to invest in X, Y, and Z. Maybe you like charity. Maybe you like donating your time. Maybe you have younger children. Maybe you have a spouse or a family member who has special needs. Any of those things may be more important than that other piece. So the planning phase then starts to say, okay, what are specific action items? And you and I are, uh, we are people of action, right? What is it that I need to do today to make that particular aspect of my vision real? So say, for example, you want to have a better relation. One of your aspects of your vision is I want to have 
a greater relationship with my spouse. Okay, today, I'm going to get flowers once a week, right? I'm going to schedule date night once a week or whatever the case is. Every single day, I'm going to say something kind and sweet to my spouse, right? That's the actual planning phase of making your vision real. Perhaps it's your business, right? What are all the key aspects to have? You say, I want to have a $10 million business in three years, and I'm at a, I'm at $500,000 today. What are the specific steps I need to take on a daily basis? Here's the other thing, JR, you know this. A lot of these questions, sometimes we just can't do them alone. Yeah. You know, sometimes we need others in our camp. So we need others and mentors, coaches. I haven't, I tell you what, I, I the network, and we're going to talk about this a little bit, I'm sure, but the network is essential to this next step because they will help us, especially the right people. They'll help us flesh out the right action items and right planning steps in our vision process to make it real. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, since you already set the stage, why don't we talk about the power of the network and kind of uh, let's, let's dive into like what to expect at our next BLN live event and why everyone needs to actually be there. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do that. So, you know, we've got, we've got a number of pillars that we, we live by, if you will, which are, are what we what we do. We we live by leadership and having strong leadership. We live by having the right processes and systems. We live by having what else do we have? Uh, our finances, sales, making sure our finances, our sales finances. and marketing, right? All of those are pillars that are necessary for our businesses to be successful. What does successful mean? It means that they they fund our life, right? The life we desire, the life that we're gonna have. Well uh, when we laid out the the trajectory for this event and and what what I absolutely love about this event that's different about the the larger events that that we host which are you know 75 80 100 people plus this is more intimate this is more individualized workshops we we've, we've condensed the size and we've created an environment where people could come for 3 solid days not be overwhelmed by all these speakers and all this activity, but really get a desire and a, and a need met to focus on those six pillars very intentionally, very personally, very custom tailored to that individual. And so as they build the blocks for having their plan in motion for their vision, they're going to get real world, real time feedback and correction and updating from individuals who we've brought together to be the leadership coaches and the team who's going to be speaking and, and coaching and leading these workshops, who have been in the trenches, who have de demonstrated a high level of expertise and success in these areas. It's super exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm really pumped and excited. And I was just uh, speaking to some other people that are that just committed to wanting to come to the event saying, hey, I'm, I'm excited about coming just as a spectator to learn myself because the people that are coming there to be able to teach us, I mean, they are truly experts and leaders in their craft and what they do and so much further along than what I've done and in, in the, the space that they're in. And it's like, man, I feel like I'm getting college level education at a fraction of the cost to come to this event. Absolutely. Yeah. As a college educator, I can, I can, uh, I can speak to that. <laughs> You know, I think that, and that's the, that's the other way we've designed this. We've designed this to where you have both high level of just deep level of content that's not only academic, but practitioner based. And the uh, the education level, you know, we're huge on education. We know that the, has been said, the educated mind 
has, cannot be enslaved. In other words, it can be freed, right? Education helps free our minds so that we can do the impossible. And so the main focus is how can we give you the tools and the resources and environment that just ignites your ability as a leader and leave not only transform, but leave with, with, with a real blueprint, a map to reach the vision you desire in your business. Yeah. So powerful. And I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm really pumped and excited about everything that's going to be coming and the people that are going to be coming there. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more on our last, uh, last p- part of our show, but we're going to go on our last break right now. And before we do, we're, you know, while, while we're on the break, you know, go to on your phones, on your guys' computer, check out our event. Just go to blnlive.com, blnlive.com gives you all the information. It shows you a list of the speakers uh, that we have coming on there and a lot of the cool experience that we have with, uh, you know, the Disney stuff that we have going on and talking about vision and talking about leadership and talking about marketing and sales and everything that we do. And, uh, one, one little thing that we, that we have coming as well is we're, you know, one of our speakers is going to be giving you guys a PI index. And so the PI index is going to be very crucial for you in understanding more about how to connect with the right people within your network and your community and your organization. So let's stay tuned. We'll come back. But while we're on break, go to blnlive.com. Check that out. And then we will be back here after a few moments. And now a word from our sponsors. Navigating the business world can be daunting. Welcome to the Business Leaders Network, a community of like-minded entrepreneurs ready to share invaluable experience. As a BLN member, enjoy dynamic networking opportunities with high-level entrepreneurs, learn cutting-edge strategies from industry experts, and gain a platform to showcase your business. Get started today for only $37, which is less than your daily cup of coffee. Join a community that can transform your business. Visit www.blncommunity.com to get started. Your success it's our mission at BLN. Let's navigate the business world together. And now back to the show. We are talking about everything about vision, the power of vision, how it can catapult your business and then be able to take leaps and bounds further than you ever expected. And uh, we have some amazing things coming up in the near future within our business leaders network. And one of it is that we kind of tease you guys a little bit before we want on break is our BLN live coming up November 1st to the 4th in Orlando, Florida. And we are almost at capacity, but there's still room and we'd love for you guys to jump in and be there. And so one of our speakers, which is going to be Dr. Nathan Sala, who is our guest on today's show. And I wanted him to take the last few minutes to actually talk about what they should expect at our BLN Live event, Mastermind event, on him and uh, you know, what he's going to be speaking on in regards to vision and leadership. Yeah, that's great, Jr. And I appreciate that. I for those if you're if you're planning on attending, and I, and I, I hope you are, uh, there's going to be uh, I, you have to have the kind of mindset that's that's ready for becoming a transformational leader. And when I say that, it's becoming a leader who can actually make change in a positive way in the lives of others around them. We're going to be focusing a lot on that, not just influence, because it's been said leadership is influence. It's so much more than influence, because influence can be, I hold a gun to your head and say, give me your money, right? That's you, I'll, I'll probably give you my money. You've influenced me, but not in a positive way. Positive influence is where you have shared purpose. You have shared meaning. You have shared value. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to communicate that compellingly. We're going to talk about how to create an attractive, worthwhile, and achievable vision of the future that's widely shared. 
which is, uh, and this is all through a lot of the scholars who have come before us. Uh, we've, we've reformatted some of it, but it's, it's, it's so good when we talk about how to create a vision that is worthy and lead others to reach that vision. So we're going to go deep in the workshop setting. We're going to get one-on-one in terms of having conversations about some of the struggles you're having in this journey, because we all have struggles, and then have breakthroughs and overcome them together during this time. It's pretty exciting for me because this is where I uh, this is where I love to be, Jr. You know it. I love to be with people who are serious about becoming leaders, worthy to serve well, and just cultivating that environment, man, where we can uh, we can be difference makers who reject toxic and cancerous leadership and embrace leadership that truly leads to health, well-being, autonomy, mastery. And uh, and put a dent in the universe, as uh, as Steve Jobs once said, right? And we got to do this together. We do this collectively, and then we form new bonds as we grow through this time together. Um, we become closer and we stay connected. It's not just you show up at the event and then we're done. No, we hopefully will be able to spend more and more time together in the trenches as we continue this amazing opportunity called leadership. Yeah. So I want to kind of put you on the spot. And uh, what is the one thing that you want to take away personally from attending this event? Oh, wow. that uh, That's great. <laughs> Me personally? Well, I tell you, man, it's it's pretty straightforward. My number one, my number one hope uh, that that I will that, that that will happen through this event personally for me is that every single person who attends this event will leave uh, inspired, will leave equipped, uh, will leave with a renewed sense of purpose and meaning and with the tools that they didn't have prior to coming and 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 ready and willing and able with a plan to make their vision real. That will be that will be just the perfect scenario for me. Yeah. I mean I I can definitely attest to that and that's that's very similar to me. It's like I we we've this is going to be our third event that we've uh, hosted so far and uh, since since the launch of BLN and every time we do an event we always ask for feedback we ask people like what do they want and the biggest number one thing that majority of the everyone that attends that they want is the the workshops the actual diving deep into their business and tactics and strategies like okay they heard a speaker get up and talk about strategy on marketing or leadership or whatever it may be but they wanted more they didn't want it to just be a one-time deal they want more and deeper on whatever that could be and so that's exactly what this is going to be and we're we plan on going deep for every single speaker and absolutely uh, and it's it's going to be it's going to be a powerful experience and i'm just like okay what is god going to do what what's <laughs> how is he going to show up because uh it's always always amazing about what well, what happens and and you made a point you made something that's really important too for the listener and for the for the audience member the person who's going to be attending this you're going to learn more about yourself uh, we've got one of our speakers uh, mike McCloskey with humanlytics does uh, we call the predictive index and you learn so much about yourself your own drives your own leadership some of your blind spots and there's an old saying, know thyself, noche te ipse, which is the Latin for that, which means to, to understand who you are. That's a critical starting place, a foundation in leadership. So, man, so many breakthroughs. So this is really personal. It's really in-depth. And I'm glad you brought that up because uh, it's so, it goes so far beyond. Here's a bunch of tools. Have a nice day. 
No, it's like, here's a bunch of tools. Let's implement them for you and help you to make them real. Thank you for listening to The Daily Creed. We hope you enjoyed. For more, connect with us at www.blncommunity.com. That's www.blncommunity.com. We'll see you here next time.